The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, for beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 367 on this 22nd day of January 2024. Tonight's show, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code one. Uh, 1420pod at seatgeek.com today and saves up 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up uh, Sports, the network uh, media group. I guess, fuck, I messed that one up, hey, Dave. Uh, go to bellyupsports.com for all their great uh, sports articles and other great podcasts are over there at uh, bellyupsports.com. And uh, thank you to everybody who's listened to the uh, show, whether it be in podcast form or over there. There are clips up on YouTube on a daily basis, but a lot of stuff up there. Thank you very much. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you go there and subscribe today and uh, see our smiling faces over there at YouTube at 1420 Sports. Dave, uh, you know, one of these, it was, uh, you, you never like to see your, your, uh, your spouse go away. Uh, you like to see her come back, obviously. But if it, she was going to go away any weekend, this one actually worked out pretty well for us, for the sports fan and me, because man, oh man, there was a lot going on, not just on football. We'll get into that on uh, later, a little, like really quickly here, but there was hockey games that I watched. I watched some old baseball games. I watched, actually watched some college basketball for the first time in a long time this weekend. Uh, the tavern, she was a busy viewing spot and I, I kept her, I kept her low. Just hockey day, in, hockey day in Canada. Canada, the whole thing. I, like mm-hmm. it was great. I kept her low, kept her easy by myself. I got to relax, like not worry about anything else. I just sat here, watched sports all weekend, drank some beers. And it was great. Uh, it was a good weekend, man. It, I'm glad you had a good weekend. I texted you the other day how bachelorhood's going, and you mentioned you were doing good and didn't need any help, and so. Um, I myself too had a good one. I, I curled on Saturday afternoon and, and it was perfect. We, uh, we took care of the team early. So we got upstairs and, and I only missed five minutes of the, that, uh, Houston Baltimore game and was able to watch till halftime, have a couple pops, come home and watch football again all afternoon. And, and then even, uh, I watched the third period of, uh, Oilers flames. So I too. Enjoyed my my uh, my sports day on Saturday. There, yeah, I was one. Like it's the first time since we moved into the new the new shack here is that I've had a, like one of these days where I could turn the TVs on and games here, games there, and go in and out of things. Oh, it was uh, it was nice. And then and then I, I got a, I got a little bit into her, a little bit, not much, a little bit into her on Saturday, uh, about the third quarter of the Green Bay game, and I put on put on some tunes and turned it up to about six. About six, not ten or anything else. No, it was uh, it was it was a nice little weekend. It was, but it was great to get Deanne back home. Yes, I went and picked her up at the airport in, uh, in last night, but it was good to have her back. Obviously, uh, the place was not in shambles by any means. But no, it was uh, oh, I had a nice weekend. Did you did you cook for yourself or did you order in? Oh, I cooked. Yeah, I cooked. I mean, but when you say off. cook, do you mean just oh no, like oh from scratch or just like? Shit that you just put on a tray and throw in the oven for an hour and a half, kind of thing. A combination of the two. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. There, there were some finger foods. There were some uh, deli Atta snacks. Boy. There was some. There was some <laughs> sitting down meals. A little bit of everything. Like I'm a big breakfast guy. Even like when I like when the answer like I like I bacon and eggs or bacon and sausage or and and eggs. Like I I'm a big breakfast guy. So that, that was a that was that, that was on the menu all weekend long. No, I'm a, I'm Dave. As as much as people don't uh, don't believe it, I am a quasi grown up. Well, you know, we all, we all pretend to be right. Like sooner or later, you got to start acting your age. And I don't know what that is because I'm older than you. So who am I to, to point a finger, which I'm not. Um, I got one more question. Uh, were you wearing jeans or, or it was sweatpants all day Saturday? Shorts. I'm a shorts. Short, I'm a short <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> I'm shorts. Like, like I got shorts on right now. As soon as I actually... When I get home after work every day, and then uh, there's like on the on the door to come down to the basement, down to the tavern, there's a hanger there. My jeans go up there, and I put shorts on. You like, gear down right there before you. Like, I don't go. I don't go to the room. It's just in the door. Shorts done. The da- the tavern is pants optional. Well, for you know some guests maybe, but whatever. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't. Like if, if, if like if you were to come down, you had a pair of shorts on on the wall. Like maybe like when we start doing this face again, you want to leave a pair of shorts here, like you had your slippers at the old place. Uh, you could do that and have your shorts hanging there. Walk in, shorts done. See you later. No, the, the temperature is always about seventy five degrees down here. So no, she's good. No, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm a shorts guy, man. It, like just yeah, just I don't know. Oh, I'm a sweatpants guy. Well, like our house is being older, and like where my studio is here down in the corner, it's it's a little bit chillier. So I'm always I'm sweatpants and a blanket. So it's a lot different. Than, summertime? Uh, oh no, not summertime. Summertime? Well, you know I like sitting outside. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd go tarps off if I was confident enough to put that on the YouTube. Yeah, if I uh, if I had a physique, I might, but I don't. So. <laughs> Like, yeah, you and me both. Right? Like the funny thing about me and you, Dave, is fucking like Jesus Christ. Like we've been doing this for three and a half years, or whatever. We probably have the the, the lessest physiques, or the least physiques, I guess. But I don't know what's the proper terminology there. Of every podcaster out there, like you and I have the the like the arms of nothing. Well, we're unassuming. I'm surprisingly strong. I got a good height. I'm freakishly strong, actually. Well, there we go. Like, so don't judge books by their covers. But yeah, also too, like I, I ain't. We're in our. Well, I'm in my fifties. I'm not. And I ain't trying. Yeah, I don't take my shirt off unless I'm going into the pool. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't buying tank tops. There's no getting around that. There's uh, yeah. Which is funny because the generation, like Kaylee's dad, like in the summertime. That old fucker can't wait to get his shirt off. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's rare. Rare when the tarp comes off for old Brent Radlinski. Rare. Well, yeah, because I don't, yeah, like back in the day in my 20s, I had it off all the time. Like and maybe a houseboat kind of a situation where I, where, oh, where yeah, I can, where I can jump in water. water. Yeah. But if I'm just hanging around like in the backyard, there's no way my, unless it, like, I shouldn't say never. It's rare. It's, it's rare. It's it's more comfortable. I don't want to get a sunburn. Yeah, I got a farmer's tan that'll just like blind you some summers. Like it's ridiculous. So, I remember the old guy, like my dad. He used to fucking like driving down the highway, window down, right? No, no air conditioning. Window down and hang, our arm hanging out the window. 
that arm would be just tanned and burnt and everything else. There's that white. <laughs> the trucker tan, yeah. Trucker tan, yeah. Anyways, Dave, uh, like we were saying earlier on, what a what a weekend of sports it was. Like you said, Hockey Day in Canada. Uh, we won't, we'll get me to that in the second segment today. But there was uh, there was three really, really intriguing football games. Uh, one that was kind of turned out the way everybody kind of thought it was. Uh, we'll start with that one first. We don't want, don't want to uh, blow our proverbial load right off the bat. But uh, pretty much we everybody knew that Baltimore was going to roll over the uh, Houston Texans. People were kind of conspiracy theory. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe because Lamar Jackson has not had great playoff success, but he uh, basically said, shut it. Those were the past years. This is this year. And I think that's what people got to start to do a lot in a lot of sports is like, don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the past. Let's 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 look at what's happening right now. But Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens just went, you know, let's just get this done. Uh, let's finish them off early and often. And, and they did that. Yeah, like, uh, well, they didn't do it early and often because, as I mentioned, uh, I left uh, the curtain club at halftime there, and it was 10-10. But then, like, teams with better coaches and talent that have been there before, that's when you make your adjustments. That's when you figure it out. And then Baltimore, shortly, like, you know, by the third quarter, that game was in hand, and and, and Baltimore is a better team than Houston. Houston was one of the teams that was happy to be there to win their first game. And this is us. We'll see what happens with Houston next year, but uh, that was Baltimore's game to win. And, and they did it. They did it handily. Like, even though it was 10, 10 at halftime, that game now, was never in question. I, I agree with you. Like, like you not, know, ne- never once, even like you see, even though it was 10, 10, like I said earlier, not like, even though it was 10, 10, you got the text, uh, the Houston Texans always seem to be half a second away from disaster. Yeah, like it, and it's one of those games, right? It's just like you, you you play against better teams. You're 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 the the better team usually wins. Adrenaline can drag you for a little bit, but then you know it's just like you got you got to be perfect every single play. And you know, and, and when when the adrenaline and you're fresh, that can happen. But you can't be perfect every play. Like when you're tired, and and now like you don't, you're not getting your time uh, to rest on the bench and. And better teams, that's what they do, right? Depth, execution, and talent, and and in football more than anything, um, you're going to get exposed in the second half. You know, I'll, I'll stray away from the games a little bit, Dave, but I've, I've thought that a lot, in like a, more, more so in college football, but as well like NFL on the weekend. There was times when I, over the weekend, and, and you go, don't score too quick. Don't score too quick, because you know what? There's a lot of clock left. And you and you're you're going to score eventually. Just gain four yards, gain five yards, and just wear this team down and just beat them up. And like, do, don't score, don't score, don't score, and leave that defense on the field. And and, and uh, I think that the, wear them out. Yeah, that that used to be a thing a lot more a few years back. Now it's just it's, it's like all sports are different. Maybe I'm just the old man once again get off my lawn, but I I just think that that doesn't happen nearly enough where. When teams and the well, Baltimore or, or the Buffalo Bills kind of proved that last night, where they kind of fucked that whole thing up. They could have probably got closer and everything else, but um, we'll get to that half a second. But I, I always find it odd that cause that used to be a thing: run the clock, run the ball, run the ball. But now with the lack of running backs, you don't see that nearly as much, in my opinion. Or maybe I'm just not not paying attention as much. No, but, I, 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 I. Oh, sorry. Finish your thought. But I, I just think like some sometimes teams are they're they're too willing to score too soon. When you know what, if you just hold off, 
you know you're going to score or you know you're, you're going to get three in three minutes from now. Why, 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 why throw a, a deep pass right now when you could go three, three? Because I was listening on the radio on the way to Calgary last night that uh, that Kansas City at one point was averaging four four point five yards per rush or something. Do that two or three times because you know what? That's math. That's just math. You'll get a first down. That yeah, twelve is bigger than ten, right? And, and that that's just simple math. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that, that that's even ten Canadian math. <laughs> 10 Canadian yards, 12 Canadian yards, right? 12 Canadian, 12 and a half, 10 Canadian, 10 American. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. And in, in, in the game planning in the NFL is it's different than any other sport because you are setting the teams up. Um, you, you do have a plan. Like if this isn't working now, but trust us, we, we keep doing this. We keep doing this in the third and fourth quarter. It's going to work. And, and so you just have to, you have to be patient. You have to have belief in yourself. And then also, too, you have to, like everything I've ever read, watched, heard about football, right? You got to be able to run the pass, you run the ball to pass. And if you can set up a play action pass, like that's the most, like if a team has to bite. And if they, if you, and, and like, well, the, a team like the, the fucking uh, Patriots forever, right? They never had a, a thousand yard back. But if they, if you gave them rush yards, they'd take them, they'd take them, they'd take them and a play action. And, and um, it, it would uh, get a linebacker to bite. And then you would have people like Amendola and, and, and Stokely and Wes Welker and, and then Gronk, right? Like those crossing routes in the middle, 15 yard pass, 50 yards after the catch. Like you can, you, you set up everything by being able to at least pretend you're going to run. And if you can run, then you're you're absolutely lethal. If you can run and pass, and then you're lethal. And Baltimore can do that all day. And if you blitz, you're fucked. Good quarterbacks are don't fear the blitz. No, that, I, that means seen, I got someone one on one. Yeah, yeah. You seen that throughout the week, and just a little a, a little dink and a dive, and everything else. You're, you're out of the way, and go go for another fucking. 12 for 15 yards and see you later. Uh, let's move on to the Green Bay uh, San Francisco game. I I was like, I remember because last Monday we had Aaron from Brutaliana Sports on here. We were talking and you guys said there is no way, there is no way that San Francisco is going to lose that game to Green Bay. And it was entrenched in my ears. I haven't listened to that show or watched the show, watch what we did there because I, I rarely do. But um, I was sick. I, I remember you guys saying there's no way. And I said, any given Sunday, you fucking NFL freaks always say any given Sunday, no matter what. And uh, when it got to the end of the third quarter and Green Bay was up 21-14, I was, I was finding the clip. I was finding it. So, like, to play for, the, for this moment right now, turns out Green Bay didn't win the game. And uh, so you, 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 were, you were right. They, there was no way they were going to win. But... Uh, I think the Green Bay Packers actually lost that game more than the Niners won that game. I'll agree with that. Um, Green Bay played well, and San Fran had a play from behind. Um, uh, San Fran did pull it out. Uh, a couple observations of, of that game. Like, I'm, I'm surprised of what Shanahan is asking Brock Purdy to do. Like, he... Or it, like, and then it was also pissing really bad. So like, there was a lot of errant throws, and he was. It's hard to put any stock into that game. Yeah, exactly, because of the right. conditions, because it was raining so hard. But I, I'm I'm surprised 
like the 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 offensive system of San Francisco really obviously they trust Brock Purdy because they put a fucking ton on that kid's shoulders and he and he and he did what he could. He missed a lot of balls, but once again, I the I with the elements being what they were, I thought they would have relied a lot more on on McCaffrey. And I get it, Debo Samuel was hurt, but still, like they, I was surprised at that. Um, I was surprised at how calm, cool, collective uh, Green Bay was until that final drive where they, where they, um, where Jordan Love threw that interception well, to ice you, the game. You look at it like uh, Purdy wasn't great by any means, but when a push came to shove, he got 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 the job done in the fourth quarter. He did, like he, he mm-hmm. did. and 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 that's when it matters. Like you, you could have a shit night. Like if you go over, if you, if you go over three in a game and you hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth, no one cares about your over three. You're Never one for four. Ever, yeah. You're one for four. Nobody mm-hmm. gives a fuck about the other things. And that, and that's what Purdy, Purdy basically did, in my opinion. The 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 thing about uh about Green Bay and another field goal this weekend. A kicker kind of blew it for him. Not kinda. Not kinda. Carlson missed that field goal and uh, that changed the game completely. Like you had points on the board. You cannot leave points on the field when you have a chance, especially in, like in uh, game 12, you can't leave points on the board. You can't. And, and the green Bay Packers did. And it turned out to, because that, that, that changes the way. Cause when you don't, cause all of a sudden it's a two score game instead of a one score game. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's seven, it's seven points, three points. I like, guess it's math. Once again, tonight we're doing a math special here at 1420 sports bar podcast. But you, if you leave points on the board, not at obviously at the end of the game, obviously, but if it, it changes the way you, you you manage the game, and that's what Green Bay ended up doing, and it cost them because I thought Love was really good. Yeah, he threw like you said, he threw like that that that, that uh, Brett Favre interception late in the fourth quarter, and just one of those things. But I thought Love was really good. Oh no, he's he's really good, and as a as a Green Bay fan. Of course, you're saddened that you didn't win that game because it was winnable. I think Green Bay was the better team that game. They just, the ball didn't bounce that way. I, there was no skullduggery. There was no refs blowing the game for any any reason. Um, it just didn't fall Green Bay's way, and, and I think they were the better team. When we talk about kickers missing things, right, like it's just, it's like the relief pitcher, the kitchen, the 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 kicker is the relief pitcher, right? You re- 12 saves in a row, 13 saves in a row, 50 kicks made in a row. But now this one now, we're in the playoffs, and now you give up that grand slam. Now you give up that home run. It happens to all of them. And you know and, and you know how many receivers have dropped passes, right? How many running Missed backs? Missed tackles. On Missed on tackles, on right? It all happens. But with, but you got one fucking job, man. And, and like, you know, it, it's the most you get bugged. I don't know if they get bugged, but you know, it, it seems like the most irrelevant position we'll get, on the team. And we'll get into not- that about, about the locker room antics with kickers, everything else in half a second day. But I, I, I can't remember what I was watching today or listening to, but uh, basically and somebody said kickers are like anthem singers, right? Nobody knows who they are until they screw something up. Until they fuck up. 
Yes, it's a different it's a different thing. I don't at me, everybody. Don't fucking get the kickers and ants and singers are different. Yes, one makes a lot of money. One's usually a fucking one usually is a volunteer, whatever it is. But until you you don't know who sings the anthem. You don't. Right. Like I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know who Anders Carlson is and 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 Tyler Bass is for life me. But they both missed the huge field goals for their teams this weekend. That's the only reasons why their names made 14, 20 fucking logs today. I have I would have no idea who they are. Yeah, it's a it's a tough position. It's it, tough. it is. It, it like it's 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 yeah it's it's a uh, the add on position, but you want the best like that uh, Tucker for uh, Baltimore. Baltimore never misses. That never misses. He's money. Takes like, him from seventy yards out. You bet. Give me a chance. If I'm in I'll the try party, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's Steph Steph Curry with a leg, right? <laughs> like like if, yeah, uh, if I'm I, in the field, I'm in range. I got, I got thinking a little bit, and you, you, you call me stupid if you want, because like you, you have before, and you, you will again. But you, uh, if you were given ten runs as, as a, and, and got the, like if you were a, a running back, if you were also thirty years younger, thirty years younger, Dave, twenty four years old you would probably have a better chance of scoring a touchdown as a running back than kicking a 45-yard field goal. Um, From that distance and with the Saint, with the guys yeah. ru- and, and guys rushing the, to kick you because you the, the placeholder and you're going to time it perfectly, everything else, you'd have a better chance out of, ten, out of 10 tries, you'd have a better chance of scoring a touchdown as a running back in the NFL than you would kicking a field goal. In this, in the same, in, in a in a live game situation, kicking's hard, man. Like a it, fuck. yeah, and forty five is a bit, you know. Like I, I was a fairly competitive soccer player, and I and I could, like, um, forty five. Even like yet, uh, me at my at my peak powers, that would have been a that would have been a that would have been a stretch for me. Like I, I eighty five thousand people screaming your name. People's lives are depending on you making that field goal. Fuck me, man. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't, um, even, I, I wouldn't even pretend to say that I could do it. Not a chance. No way. My butthole would clench right up. There's no way I could make that field goal. I'd probably I'd, I'd kick it backwards. What about converts? Would you do the converts? Back when it was only f- fucking 15 yards. <laughs> Not this 30-yard convert. No, fuck no. Not yeah, there's a, yep, there's a lot of pressure, but then there's the same thing. You know, I can't throw a 98-mile-an-hour slider, right? You got a fucking big fucking leg. There's the toothpick standing up there. Put it between them. Just do it. Then wait. Well, we'll get to that Buffalo game. Okay, let's but move that, on to... Uh, Let's move on to the uh, Detroit game. The thing about that game that I like the most about that that football game is that Detroit really they played for that. The fans were the biggest part of that game for me. That fan base is into it. That Campbell's got that. They have a like the the thing with that with Detroit is that they basically. That Campbell went in there a couple, three years ago, whenever how long he's been there. And because that's a losing culture, it's a loser mentality with the fan base on and on it goes. They've been a laughing stock forever. Detroit's going to Detroit and on and on it goes, right? 
And that, that, that Campbell's went in there and he's changed that fan base around. He's got people believing that they can actually win. And I actually do believe that they can win next week. The, out of the four teams are probably the less of the four, like they probably the worst odds to win the Super Bowl right now that, that are left. But that Campbell has that team and that fan base believing that they can win. And Jared Goff has been, I don't want to say flawless because that's a pretty lofty term, but he's been fucking near flawless. He's playing a hell of a thing. And you know, like all he's not making mistakes and that's huge. He's not costing his team the games. He's actually going out there and winning the team games. And they have the pieces with um, Laporta with um, that running, running uh, with Gibbs. And who's that fucking Hawkinson? No. Anyways, they got they got they got three big big money players like uh aside from golf on the offensive side. Um more than uh Brown Campbell from USC. Has, yeah, he's good, yeah. Yeah, I'm on St. Brown. That's the yeah. one I'm thinking about. Um they um shoot, where was I? Oh uh so Campbell not like he doesn't have the fans believing, he has the team believing, he has the team, he has that team. It reminds me a little bit of the St. Louis Blues. Everybody in that, yeah, good that point. everybody in that locker room is 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 playing for each other. They don't want to let each other down, and they understand that mistakes are going to happen because that's what sport is, and, and especially football. A block is going to get missed. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna drop a ball. You're gonna fumble. But like everybody is there together for each other, pulling in the same direction. And and they they found something here, and they're I think oh, excuse me I think they're playing above their heads right now. They got a break by being able to play Tampa, but they they well, definitely they play the took, Rams and they play Tampa. Like those those are I I I I'll go with, I'll flat out say they're bottom feeders that were NFL playoff. Teams. Well, well the Rams were hot coming in. The Rams were a better but, team than Tampa, and then and then same but, with. Uh, Green Bay was hot. Like I, I know, I know, I know your main main man Baker Mayfield. Like he was, he was pretty good yesterday. And like, yeah, he balled out. Yeah, it wasn't his fault that uh, Tampa lost. Like Green Bay, uh, Green Bay, Detroit was a better team. And good for them. Like it, it's it's nice to see the lovable loser finally do something about something. No, right. I I love it. That fan base was into it right off the get go, and they're having a great time and everything else. Like you watch some uh, like NBC Detroit stations that are affiliates around here for some reason. I've never really understood that, but that's the thing that's been tickling my tickling my brain for for forty years. But no, man, like they're they're into it and they're having a uh, they're having a good time. And like once you get that fan base behind you, who who like fan bases are fickle, and that's like when it's negative. Like for people to say that they don't like play like players, athletes to say they don't read the headlines. They, they, they don't listen to this. They don't like, they're full of shit. People are curious. Right. And, and, and this, this Detroit lions team and their fan base has a, they have a, they have a belief in themselves. And that's the thing you, you can't, you can't coach against that. When a team has something going on, some karma, some crazy thing, you can't make a game plan for that. When they're they're just that uh, there's a will, and, and and a try and an effort that isn't usually there, that's tough to game plan against. Yeah, your X's nose and tic tac toes and all that stuff, it, it, you you can play. And you, yeah, this guy might be better than that guy, but sometimes that helps a lot, a lot. 
Like you like said, the St. Louis Blues. They weren't the best team in National Hockey League by any means that year. They, they ended up winning Stanley Cup. They just ended up playing the best, right? And, and they, they we talk about it all the time, you know, like the mojo of a team. And, and you, can't, you can't sign um, cohesion. You can't sign camaraderie. You can't sign locker room. Right, you can't you can't add that in free agency, but the, the it, it has to come it has to come from the top and a couple players, and and that's what Detroit has, and and, and it's it's a fun like I, how can you cheer against Detroit even if you don't? I would like I them? would say I would say right now, right now, the. Middle North America. I don't want and not coast because you, you have San Francisco's on the coast, uh, and you have Kansas City's Middle America. But they every seen them win, so they ask, "Can we get somebody else?" Baltimore's never been a sexy pick. Uh, they just haven't. Like really, when it comes down to it, this Detroit San Fran game is going to pull huge numbers. This this and then this Detroit team. I would put money on it that if you if. Uh, if you're if you're an NFL fan and your team is out of it, which you know there's 28 of them that aren't in it anymore, this there's a there's a great big number of people that are cheering for the Detroit Lions right now. Huge. Oh huge yeah, numbers. for sure. You know if 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 Detroit doesn't uh, like if if you're not pulling for Detroit, the terrorists win. Like it's one of those kind of things. Like why wouldn't you? It's it's yeah. just. It's no, I am. Like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a jersey or anything. But the, like, it's. Uh, but yeah, unless you're a died in the wool San Fran, everybody on the everybody every football fan, it'd be kind of cool to see Detroit make the big game. Be kind of to cool win to the big thing. I don't want him to win. Why? I'd rather Lamar won. I'd rather Lamar Jackson won it. Than He'll get one. Well, you, you say that like they said that to to Dan Marino. When he uh, went to the Super Bowl in his uh, second year in the league, they said that to Elway until they sacked his team to finally, finally fucking get one. He won fucking two, so stop it on that. They one. stacked it so he could finally get one. So then the second one fell on his lap. Anyways. Oh, okay. None Let's that. move on to the big one. the uh, The big game last night that was uh, like I was on like I I've never listened to a football game on the radio, and I caught up on the highlights today and everything else. So don't, I'm not don't fucking at me and all that bullshit. But I uh, I listened to that game on the radio and the enthusiasm that that they had on the radio and the game sounded like it, and the there's something about listening like when it, when you ha- you have to t- turn off uh, one ear senses right the visual senses and you it, it, I, I I listened to a lot of baseball games I liked it like the enthusiasm and the, the buildup that the announcers have. And you, and you don't have Dave, you don't have the, the, the noise and the ads that are happening when you watch a game. Yes. I'd rather watch a game on TV hundred percent, but I wasn't disappointed with the broadcast. I listened to on the radio last night, dri- driving to Calgary. Like it was fantastic. Cause like I said, the buildup, the play, the, this, they're on the outside, they were talking and it wasn't all the, the hoo-ha, you know what I mean? Like it was just the, the game. And it was a it was a fantastic listen. I got I got more out of that game by listening to it than I would have watching it. Because if I'm it's, watching it, I have a thousand other things going on too. Yeah, you're right. You know, I uh, like and I've done it as well. Like when I find listening to sports best when I'm driving. 
mm-hmm. because then you're focused on it. Like if you're if you're doing it while you're you're doing chores or what have you, and you just have it in your ears, it's nice and you're listening, but you're not concentrating. But when you're driving, like when you got highway driving, it like yeah. like you you a two hour drive, it's fucking perfect. No, because it was you can put yourself there and you can you can. You can hear the crowd. Was it a Buffalo feed or a, a KC feed, or was it like a neutral, like Chorus it Radio was, Network? It or... was Westward One neutral feed. Okay, okay. On the yeah. NFL Network on Sirius. Who was no, that? Was... Calling? was Boomer Esiason on that one? No, I can't remember. I hope not. I fucking hate that. No, it wasn't that, Boomer. I, 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 I don't. I digress. But nonetheless, um, yeah, that was that was a game. It was an entertaining game. And I did see on the Twitter machine that uh, some Bills fans are crying about the refereeing for this and that. To every Bills fan that wants to blame this game on the referee, shut the fuck up. Shut up. The Bills, it was it was there for them. KC was saying, here's your chance. Beat us. Twice. Josh Allen said, no, I don't want to beat you. Um, Stefan Diggs said, no, I don't want to beat you. And the Lance coach. Bass says, I don't want to beat you. <laughs> Lance Bass. The coach, <laughs> the coach McDermott didn't want to beat him. Like you didn't want to beat him. And, and you got the break of all breaks with, uh, that. I don't know who the back was. It wasn't when they, when they tried that fake punt and that didn't go very well, that yeah, went got, for shit. And yeah. so they gave they gave Kansas City the ball at the 30-yard line, wherever it was, and Kansas City fumbled through the end zone to get a touchback, and they got the ball back. Yeah. That was their chance. The and then the, God said, here you go. Here you go. Here's me. your chance to finally beat them. You're not going to lose your third consecutive time in the playoffs to yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're not going to send the, the Chiefs to the AFC Championship for the sixth consecutive time. This is your chance. Here you go. And then at a two-minute warning, they could have done something different than, than they did, and they didn't. Yeah, they, they they went for it and went for it. They could have ran the ball, got it closer for, like you said, Lance Dick. Bass to kick a field goal and yeah. Lance Bass. But the thing about that, Dave, we'll get into. I want to get to talk about this field goal thing for half a second. Even if fucking Lance Bass kicks that field goal, does anyone in America think that fucking fucking Patrick Mahomes ain't running at the, the, or getting the ball down the field for a game-winning field goal? Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, thirty-five seconds, they would have figured it out. That they, they had a minute 40, a minute oh. 40 left. And you know, and, see, and that's on Josh Allen. Like, I don't know the play calling. Like, when they got there to whatever it was, the 30-yard line, twice he had guys crossing over the middle for a first down. And he went, he wanted to play hero ball. Josh Allen played a perfect game until that last drive. And then for and then, and I've said it before, I've said it all season, as long as he's not playing hero ball. He's awesome. He's one of the best in the world. That last fucking drive, he went hero ball, and why he knows better. You throw that touchdown. Obviously, he doesn't. No, I don't think he does, Dave. I don't think he does. I don't. Well, I, he, I, th- I think he's a fucking idiot. Well, it, it, like I he, think he, I think he's an egotistical fucking idiot. Because exactly what you just said. Why wouldn't you take that first down and get in the red zones, reset? Um, and then you have downs like you're you're there. You can you can score anytime, not anytime you want, but you know what I mean. The Better end chance. zone is right fucking there. Bleed clock, bleed clock, because they would have gone up by four. And then like I don't care. You give you give Pat Mahomes thirty seconds, 
and 80 yards to go. It happened two years ago. It happened. Like, it's like he's that fucking good. Mahomes with 35 seconds last year. You know, and, and the Bills. Nobody, nobody in North America thinks that Mahomes doesn't win that game of the field goal yesterday, even if Lance Bass misses that field goal. Yeah, no one nope. would have been shocked. No, yeah, nobody yeah, would like people would have been shocked if Casey didn't. People would have been like, Yeah, Buffalo should have scored a touchdown there because we knew Mahomes. Because you know, fucking Mahomes needs 12 seconds to, you know, to get and what's funny, yards. like the, 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 uh, the, the YouTube clip that's, that's uh, pinned to our YouTube channel there. We were talking way back, back in fucking August, I think it was, with the one that's on there about uh, quarterbacks wanting more money than Mahomes. There's still nobody better. No. Yes. Lamar, Lamar might have a chance, but right now, <laughs> Mahomes just went, all right. Well, you know, and that was a total Ric Flair game. You want to beat the man? man? You got to beat the man. You got to beat you, the man. And, and you and, still haven't. And you, you can't. You fucking can't. Like, it was there for you on a fucking platter. And, you know, and then, and then Josh, didn't, Josh didn't want to do it. Stefan Diggs didn't want to do it. And Lance Bass couldn't do it. That's uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. And the thing to think about is that uh, Travis Kelsey, he's, he's getting up there. He's 34, 35 years old, and he he might be on his way out and everything else. And but he got two touchdowns yesterday, right? Yeah, and, and, and he was and he, open all fucking day. And he was, Best and was tight a, end and playoff tight end in history, and you're not covering that motherfucker. Like, how? Like every like, there's more people on the planet who know who Travis Kelsey is right now. Because of his association with Taylor Swift, than any other football player on the planet. That's true. Think about that. There's more people who know who Travis Kelsey is. How like, he's not wide open. Like how the fucking how the Buffalo Bills didn't fucking say, "Hey, that's Travis Kelsey," because they all follow Taylor Swift for fuck's sake. That they one touchdown, that, like that's, fuck. that's Swift, that's Swifty's boyfriend. We should go follow him. I like he was so wide open. The best. The best set of hands was there was no one that first touch on there was no one within 15 fucking yards. Like I like I don't get it. And, and you know what? And so like let's throw some shade at the defense too. How do you let the best playoff tight end, like while well, him and Gronk take your pick? I'm not here to get pissed on here. Whatever. Patrick Mahomes favorite, most trustworthy target has no one around for 15 fucking yards for a 35 yard touchdown. Like, so, like don't, don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Buffalo. You just weren't, you're not up to the task. And you know, I was kind of cheering for you. I did think Kansas city was going to win. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know what you do because you know what? Fucking Joe cool's back next year. Fucking Lamar. And like, who knows? Like the AFC is, is, Fucking loaded at the, just fucking loaded at the top. And you, and you you've been for three years now. You've been uh, you've been pumped to do it, and you haven't. And yeah. Buffalo hasn't done it. And uh, the the thing is, like wide right again. The guy should have missed left. At least he could have been, <laughs> been on his own. Like that was an odd kick off his foot. It looked fine, but it, it instantly. Was like, Instantly, yeah. that thing was gone. Like he knew yeah. he was gone. It's like, like when once you it cleared the line, like, it was there. Then it just you're in the first whoop. tee box of yeah. the Fort McLeod Golf and Country Club, and you fucking swing. You know that thing was heading towards the fucking ninth ninth fairway. Oh God, yeah. He, I would have, like, I would have preferred he hit the 
the upright or something, but he missed that by a fucking mile. Wide right might be the two dirtiest words in Buffalo. Because <laughs> that would have been that would have been on the paper this morning if the people, yeah. if there is a paper anymore. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. Well, but you know, but you know, that, and then that Scott Norwood one from back in the day. That was what that was on him. This one, um, we like. I think we got to share the blame. Like he, like, like you got to share Allen the blame. Allen was good. He got two touchdowns. Brad Rush. He was awesome. Was. Until, like he played almost, until that last until that last game that until last, that last drive. That last drive. Yeah. And like and like you said, the football god said, "Here, here it is. We yeah. we 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 are going to make sure that." the Kansas city chiefs and the Swifties and the Kelsey's and blah, 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 aren't playing two weeks or three weeks from now on CBS. It's up to you. And they just said, yeah, you know what? I'd rather be at home. Like, honestly, it was, it was, it was mind numbing to me on that last drive. Like, like uh, before the missed field goal, two, two downs in a row. He had guys wide open for first downs. At like the twenty yard line, wide fucking open, and he took shots in the in the end zone, and that's just like and I don't get it. it. We talk about it a lot, Dave. How sometimes like you you just go, what the fuck? Like there's like with baseball, like I talk about all the time, like kids just don't know how to play baseball anymore. Is it getting to the point now where kids don't know how to play football? Like you're like, why why wouldn't you run the ball, get advanced, run the clock down, give yourself a chance to. Uh, like get point like it's, it's it's odd to me. It is odd to me. Like uh, you you would think those talks would have been happening like before the drive and what have you. And like the, the, they got mics in their goddamn ears. The quarterbacks. Okay, we don't need it all. We're not going for it all. Like let's just get another first down. Let's let's score. Let's get as close as we can and leave and leave Pat Mahomes with as little time as we can. And when I say little time as we can, like we're talking get, ten, yeah ten seconds. Two plays. Like, yeah, that's it. And they like, had he, timeouts he, to do it too. Yeah, he's just too fucking dangerous. Just get that first down, and then um, and then Josh Allen decided to play hero ball. I don't like. It's just I don't know. It's it's maybe, it's, maybe the thing play. is, Dave. Maybe he's just fucking stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Like like yeah, under pressure, he is. He made he made bad decisions under pressure. He didn't throw the pick. He didn't fumble the ball. He didn't run when he wasn't supposed to. He just wanted to to, to play hero ball and throw for it. I would have preferred he fucking ran because he has a 50-50 chance of a first down. Um, well, for the whole six five two fifty, right? So he's oh, yeah, through, he's, he'll run through anybody. Yeah, with wheels. And I and I was rooting for ball uh, Buffalo here. I wanted Buffalo to win. I didn't think they would, and they didn't. For the exact reasons, I actually thought Josh was going to throw a pick or two, but no, he was there that whole game until that last drive. He made some bad decisions, and you know his life jacket was uh, was the kicker, but that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, like when I was driving up last night, I, I thought that uh, after Detroit won, I think you know what? There's a really good chance there'll be old like like this some old gritty towns. With uh, Baltimore, not that Kansas City's not, not that well, Baltimore's not, but some old oh, Baltimore, Baltimore and Detroit are gritty towns. Yeah, but I, I thought like th- you might get a, a Detroit Buffalo Super Bowl. That would be great. 
and now only one of them only one of them's left, right? Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. It it is crazy, but you know, it's 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 why they play the games. And they've uh, four teams left. One of them is, I think, like I I I would like, like we said earlier on, I I would like to see Detroit win something, but they are the. Uh, the red-headed, the red-headed stepchild of, of of the four, in my opinion. They they played the two teams that aren't very good, and now they're going to the NFC Championship game. Uh, do, what kind of uh, puncher's chance do you give the uh, Detroit Lions? Uh, I I looked up the spread there before we. Uh, Detroit's uh, favored by sorry is a seven point underdog. I think they cover like I they're playing so hard with so much emotion and, and playing for each other. I, if I would to put some uh, dineros on this one, I would definitely put Detroit to cover to win. I don't know. You know, San Fran and, and the, the announcers, I don't, I forget who was, if that was an NBC game and, and they were talking about uh, uh, San Fran, like, this team that was Shanahan, a Shanahan coach team. That was their first comeback from five points or more in forever. Like they were 0-30. That was their first win, five points down or more in the in the fourth quarter. So that kind of blew me away. And then they talked about it a bit, saying um, that uh, San Fran is a team that's built to score early and off and, and play with a lead. They're not built to come back which I don't really kind of fucking understand because well, I don't that, understand that logic, but whatever. no, no, that's a weakness in coaching. Like hockey, that makes sense. Football doesn't No, football. It doesn't. It, and it's so if Detroit can it's somehow like baseball game. Yeah. We hit home runs in the first two innings. After that, we're fucked after that. If, yeah, yeah. If we're yeah, down five, not just we're throw sliders. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just wave like, at stuff and sit down. Like, I don't get it, but nonetheless, if Detroit can, can get a, a second half lead, like so keep it close in the first. If they can get to the if if Detroit is within five at the beginning of fourth quarter, like I think Detroit wins. I think Detroit wins this game all right. Fuck the spread, fuck it all. Because at this point of the season, who cares? Right? I think Detroit wins this game. And I think they win it by about 10, like in a 24-14 kind of a deal. I think they're – I'm not saying Super Bowl, but I think the the state of Michigan has got something going on there with your with your Michigan State Wolverines, Detroit Lions, on and on it goes. I think they're on to something, man. Like that, that Detroit team is, is very comparable right now, like you said earlier on, to that St. Louis Blues team. Like I, I really do. Like I, I, I'm cheering for them. And I'm, I'm a quasi-Niners guy. Maybe all that Flint water gave him superpowers. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, I was going to say it doesn't hurt, but apparently it does. Um, <laughs> it does hurt. But no, I hear you. Like, you're, there's some mojo going on in that town right now. And the team's playing for each other. I, I don't want to pick against them because I've been picked in Baltimore and San Fran since whatever week four or five. So yeah. I, I can't do the uh go against that now but if if i am going to be proven wrong i wouldn't mind the detroit lions doing it to me this year the game sunday night that they're going to put that for the late one is uh kansas city and uh baltimore 
We haven't talked about Baltimore a whole bunch tonight because Baltimore just Baltimore and they beat the fuck out of uh, Houston. Um, I tell you what, you'd have to be a fucking idiot, an idiot to put three bucks against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it's a tough one. Because to the man, like, right? as, as much as like the MVP is going to be Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens, but you'd have to be an absolute fucking moron to bet the house against Kansas city. Right. Really. The last, the last six years, the only one to do it has been Joe Burrow. Right. right? Kansas city's been to four super bowls and, and lost two. Right. They lost to Philly. No, no. Oh, no. They didn't go to four Super Bowls. Yeah, they went to four. Well, since he beat them that one year, uh, Brady beat Casey. Casey only has two Super Bowls. Did they lose the first one? Why am I having problems remembering that? I don't know. Neither am I. But nonetheless, like, Casey's a wagon, and they know how to win in the playoffs. And and Baltimore better bring their A game. And I think Baltimore, well, I think Baltimore, I think Baltimore has a chance of boat racing them. I honestly believe that. I don't think it's going to happen, but it might happen. Baltimore will boat race KC before KC boat races Baltimore. The only thing, the only way I see that happening is if the Kansas City Chiefs missed their flight. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, the, the cold, the weather. Like that's I, not gonna make I, I kind of compare. I kind of compare the Chiefs to the like the '80s Oilers. Right? They had the best player in the game. They have a good supporting cast. They've already won a couple. Yeah. Then then you lose one. Then you go back and win a couple more because that's what the Oilers did. I, I see that, and then they, and then they have, and then they have, and then they have the, the celebrity come in with Janet Jones and Gretzky. The celebrity come in with, with with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I see this the same thing. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are. It's just one of those things that they win themselves another one. And I I I I would like to see somebody else win. I, I like seeing the wealth get spread around. I want to see Detroit win one, but I I can't. I just. You said it back back in September, Dave. I don't see anybody like he's still the best player in the, in the fuck on the planet. Yeah, Mahomes. He he is the best, and they know how to win. They know how to win, and and that means so much. Like, it does. It, it knowing it, how to win and knowing what you you got to do on a nightly basis. That that that's a ton, man. It's. Because then, because then, not 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 just next week, but then two weeks from now, dealing with the media and Super Bowl and everything—it's a fucking lot. Or a World Series, or a Stanley Cup, or NBA Finals. Like, there's a reason why teams like win a few because it's it's a lot. Once you do it, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Once you do it once, then you know what it takes, and and then just it's just the poise and and the the comfortableness with the situation and. And Buffalo clearly didn't have that. And and, and it was their turn, right? You know, like in, in basketball, the Bulls had to go through the Pistons. The Pistons had to go through the Celtics. Like the, the 
the the Jays had to go through the Detroit Tigers back in the day. Yeah. Right. Like you know, there's always a Big Brother, and if you can't take Big Brother down, Red Sox Yankees. And the Red Sox Yankees. Yeah. You know, Michigan and Ohio State. Um, in in college football, yeah. there's always like if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man until you can. You haven't. And buff and Buffalo Buffalo ain't ain't they're, they're just a pretender. They want to tell everybody how tough they are, but a, like like I say, when it was time to fuck or walk, the Buffalo Bills decided to walk. And blame blame the kicker all you want, blame him all you want, because he did miss that one. But I I still don't think that anybody saw Mahomes not last minute and a half. Well, and, and, I, and I and I think there was an 85% chance if he would have thrown for the first down, you know, that would have been a 30 a 30-yard field goal instead of 44, right? Worst case scenario with a fresh to set of downs and now 22 seconds on the clock. Lance Bass, he missed that thing so much. He oh, he might fuck. he he might as well just kick that thing backwards. Yeah. Like he was, uh, it was the thing. He can he can't uh, hit the water if he fell out of the boat. He missed you know, the water. Yeah, yeah, fuck! I, I remember years ago. This is a long. Jesus Christ! I'm old, but me and Luke went to a, a Grey Cup in Edmonton. There, fuck! It was cold, but uh, the game was basically decided on a uh, a missed field goal because the guy just kicked it through the end zone. <laughs> One point, good done. We win. That's how the NFL should be too. Hey, just kick it as far as you can. Well, the end zone's too small. But you know what I mean? It's just it's I funny. Like, like the CFL compared to the NFL. Yeah, well, then, kick it right through, you're, you get one point. Well, then Buffalo nice. would have lost by two as opposed to three. Yeah. Right? But so, Canadians are nice that way, right? Uh-huh. Miss field goal? Yeah. Ah, you got a point anyways. Here, here's Maybe that's why uh, the, you this, uh, this new uh, generation so soft. That's your original participation point. Maybe Lance Bass here's, is Canadian. Who knows? Here's your, here's your ribbon. Anyways, uh, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This segment was brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself twenty bucks on your first purchase to go watch Lance Bass from InSync kick himself uh, or try to kick field goals. Well, maybe he could do better than Gronk. I see those Gronk commercials. Like fuck, Fandle. Uh, why is there? I know why, but there's just so many goddamn betting ads on the games crazy. now. I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. No. And you know, uh, fuck who? What? Let's take a break. I like. Uh, I, I, I got pissed off at the announcing too this weekend. So fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Righteous Felon Jerky. Go to RighteousFelon.com and uh, use promo code Belly Up for 15% off the best in craft jerky. The by my friend over there at uh, the uh, 
the sports toll podcast story events. Uh, he swears by it's the best beef jerky on the market out there. So go over to uh, righteousfelonjerky.com and get yourself some beef jerky today. Dave, the, uh, the I'm on the site as we speak. I'm going out of Montana this week. I'm going to, I'm going to, Fucking use a promo code, and I'll let you folks know next Monday. But there you on. go. The uh, the the uh, Edmonton Oilers have won 13 games in a row. They've obviously climbed out of the depths of despair. They got themselves into that horrific start, two and eight, to start the season off. They'll be a they'll be a top two, top three team in, in the National Hockey League in the Western Conference. When it's all said and done after the coaching change. I don't know if that had a whole bunch to do with it, but today they made the big splash and they uh, decided to go out and sign. Uh, disgruntled or beleaguered. I don't know what, what the proper terminology is there to, to uh, sign Corey Perry, who was released by the Chicago Blackhawks uh, back in November for some indiscretions that uh, happened that were unbeknownst to anybody else. No, no, no one knows but him and the team, uh, which I think they should keep it that way. But Dave, I, I like the deal because I've always liked Corey Perry. We've talked about him for two or three years on our show now, but he's, he's a gamer, he's a champion everywhere he's played, done, done all, uh, all and everything. Uh, but the thing is, I personally would not make that signing until after they look and they're in their winning streak. I mean, they're not going to win another 30 games in a row. Sign Corey Perry after you lose, and then and then make the trade because or, or or the deal. Because what happens is if they lose their next game, I don't know who they're playing their their next game. It's tomorrow night. But uh, if they lose that game and Perry's Perry's on the roster, the clicks and the things and the stuff would be out of control. That's an excellent point, Brent. Like uh, my favorite movie of all time, uh, uh, Bull Durham, Crash Davis. You never fuck with a streak. If you think never. you're good point. If you think if you think you're winning because you're getting laid, keep getting laid. If you think you're getting uh, because you don't change your shoes, because you're wearing the same gauge, because never fuck with a streak. The Oilers are on a heater, a historic heater. Don't most fuck with most in Oilers history, which is crazy to me, considering like the, there was a like most a in Canadian Gretzky. hockey history, like Guys Canadian Gretzky and Curry team. and Messier and la 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 la. And never mind all those Habs teams back yeah. in the day with with Rocket. No Canadian team has won thirteen games in a row until this year. It, uh, like I thought that I was surprised to hear that, and and they're doing it, but they're now fucking with the streak and so let's see what happens and they're like well at least they got someone to blame now right like you, you put superstition aside like like uh crash davis was saying don't change your underwear and everything else and you want to keep banging girls bang keep banging girls but the thing about the about about this is that you bring perry into the room someone had to leave Right. So when, when when the rumors came about, they were looking around. Well, it's not McDavid, it's not Dry Settle, it's not this guy. Well, someone might be hurt too. We don't know that. No, I, I actually do. Yeah. Like somebody's oh. like they're they're looking around the room, like, okay, who's it gonna be? And so th- these guys you're you've been in the trenches with for, for this this stretch of it's a month without losing a hockey game, because that's that's impressive. All of a sudden, one of these guys you've been through trenches with or been been your teammate, someone's leaving. And that can upset the herd as well. Like why he would make that. And, and we're, we're just a couple of fucking schmucks who've done, who've accomplished nothing in the sports world whatsoever. But for, for Ken Holland, who's been a, a, a part of Stanley cup champions in, um, in Detroit, 
why wouldn't he realize this? Like, no, nobody else is banging down Corey Perry's fucking door, you wouldn't think. Well, I heard last or, week that Corey and Perry also, was and also, Let me finish this off. Is that if Corey Perry's his best chance right now is to win with it, with it, with an Oilers team, he ain't signing anywhere else. He ain't going back to fucking Montreal or back to Anaheim. He's obviously not going back to Chicago. So he'll wait. He'll wait well, as long as you want him to wait. Exactly. Like he and he's like so. A he doesn't need the money. B he doesn't have a ton of suitors. C he's playing for league minimum. So what's what's two three more games? What's Just the rush? Like, what is the rush? Like, well, I'm gonna go someplace else. Well, then fucking beat it. Right. You know, and at the beginning of that, you know, don't know, don't care, don't know. I do care. You know, if if a team is gonna just midnight move you, I want to know what fucking happened. I do, but it's none of my business. It is my business. Well, you're you're right? you're, you're not you're not a season ticket holder or a, a ticket purchaser. <laughs> and it's you know if you like if you're doing something so detrimental to a team's chemistry or chances a beleaguered team I'd like to know because inquiring minds want to know fucking right? rights I want to know and you know there has to be two three reporters out there that do know and then and they they and they phone the Blackhawks or whoever for comment and they say you run with that. You're never stepping foot in the United Center. Media again. credentials are are, are are no longer uh, accepted here. We're, I can't believe I haven't pulled it by just you asking that question. But if one fucking word of that hits the print, you gone. Like so, it has to happen. Like someone has to know somewhere. Oh, hundred percent. I, I mean, like I, I I've been not a part of the hockey world, but I, I know a lot of guys for a long time who've been part of the hockey world, and I've been privy, and, and you as well, Dave. Like you, yeah. you, you know, guys in the ins and outs, and there's rumors that fly around that I know aren't rumors that, and you know, aren't rumors, not innuendo or anything else. We know the truth. And like, but who's gonna listen to us? And and, and I'm not about to hear in the 14. Well, and we're not here to break news either, because you know no. we can't. Uh, yeah, who the fuck are we? But uh, yeah. like, th- there's stuff that you hear and that we know, right? But and this is back before podcast time that we were hearing shit, and knowing about stuff, right? So it's yeah. uh, and like you said, like it, it, somebody knows something about Corey Perry, and like the, it's 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 none of my business. Am I curious? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But it's none of my business. Well, maybe as a member of the media, it's kind of our business. We'll make some calls. I'll make See some if calls. we can't get some media credentials. Are we? <laughs> we should go with our lanyard and our little uh, barcode thing, our uh, QR yeah. code. There you go. I'll wear my heavyweight title belt to the fucking <laughs> press box. To the Hurricanes game. Get the fuck out of here or whatever. No, the uh, it's it's crazy to think how that 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 that's all went through, and he said there was alcohol things and stuff going on. So he said that, and it's just it's odd, it's odd. But Boo's been a part of the, the game for a long time. But uh, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't screw with that winning streak for for one second, like for one second. You know, and even just you know, let's pretend that they 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 lost and like they they didn't try and jinx it like they're doing like they talk they're t- they're essentially talking about the no hitter right yeah In, to the to the pitcher um like how much does he add right like he's is he like is he worth more than 
league minimum. I understand attitude. I understand he's been there before. I understand he was a Hart Trophy winner. I understand he has a ring, but he only has one, right? Like he's everywhere he's gone chasing a cup. Like, I don't, I, I, I kind of get it. I'd rather Joe, um, excuse me, uh, Jumbo Joe Thornton come pull that fucking guy, blow the dust off of that beard and bring him back than Corey Perry. I. Okay, I think I think he brought more personally. I think I'm, I'm talking, of course, it's personally Brent, you fucking idiot. Uh, I think he brought more for a young Connor Bedard in in Chicago. Just with, okay, this is how we this this is how the game is played. This is all this shit that goes on. This is a obviously he did something wrong, so maybe I was I'm wrong on this, but this is how we did this is how things go. And then this is how you're this is how the this is what you do on a daily basis in National Hockey League. I don't think he brings that that to the the Oilers. I don't think he brings enough. To them, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a bad. I don't think it puts them into a cup contention. It doesn't hurt, but I don't think he adds as much to the Oilers as much as he did to the young Chicago Blackhawks. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it, you know, and that's and and yes, and that's my question because this this Oilers team is it's cup or bust, and his skill set has clearly diminished, and and the sandpaper like what that he brings to the ice isn't part of know, the game like, anymore. You know, and 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 he can't fight. Like, so is someone else going to have to start cleaning up his messes? Because someone's going to get pissed off. Like, if, if someone's not getting pissed off with Corey Perry, Corey Perry's not doing what he's getting paid for. As simple as that. And now well, maybe, maybe they can bring Zach Katz in out of retirement, bring him back too. Oh Jesus! Know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, but, I, but, I just. Yeah, it's, it's it's a head scratch to me. I don't know I, how I, it really fits. They're 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 not a worse team, but they're not a better team. They might be worse. No, we like I I, I read the guy's name who they gave up, and I was like, oh whatever. Oh, okay. And when you say gave up, you mean send down to the minors? Yeah, you yeah, right. I mean roster yeah, spots, yeah, anything else got to happen? Agent, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you you just you wonder about the timing of it, and that, and that's my biggest thing. Like. Like don't don't screw with the streak. Don't. Yep. Because usually when these streaks happen throughout sports, when you like when you go on a, a, a nine, ten, eleven game heater, thirteen's unprecedented no matter what sport it is. Like you usually have a, a downhill slope. Like you don't lose one and then win another thirteen or fourteen in a row. Not many teams have done that. So, no, but you know they they've the Oilers since that dreadful story. They're so good. And they had that dreadful start. They've had, I think, two or three seven-game streaks um, since that awful start. And now this one, they're just obviously doing it bitter. (laughs) And those fuckers, I just looked it up before we talked about it. I started talking. They are still, um, you know, with a a seven-game win streak a month ago. And now this 13-win game streak, streak, there's... Still 13 points behind the, the Canucks. That team, they're, they're, they're beating Chicago right now, that Canucks team. The Canucks team, that, that game on Saturday night, that was fantastic. How they uh, 
the uh, the Leafs were in, in out in Vancouver there, and it was a great hockey game. The Canucks uh, <laughs> scored early and often, little fallback in the second period, but man, oh man, Rick Tockett, he's got though. I I think those Canucks they're scared shitless. Their coach, I honestly believe that because Tockett they because the the Canucks uh, had a, a three nothing lead after the first. Toronto came back and scored two quick wins early in the second, and Tockett called timeout. And he looked like he was ready to fucking chop someone's head off like in the 1987 Canada Cup. He was so fucking <laughs> mad. And I, I, I honestly, I think his fucking team is scared shitless of him. I really, I believe that. You know, I wonder because, you know, when Bruce Boudreaux got there and he, uh, they went on a, like a 10-game heater or whatever, they played so well, and they gave Boudreaux a, a contract, a two-year contract. Yeah. But then like a month into the next season, it was like, Fuck! This guy's just a teddy bear that yells. Like he, like he just yells. We he doesn't ref, not at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just yelling. Whereas talking is just like exactly. I am yelling about this, like this particular thing, and I'll yell at all you motherfuckers too. But you do it my way, and we're gonna win. And yeah. and I gotta guess Vancouver kind of likes winning because they're winning. And they haven't done uh, very much of it in their illustri- illustrious history. And they oh. have a goalie. And they got a goalie. Yeah. They, the the, uh, the funny thing that you mentioned earlier earlier on tonight, Dave, what, it was Hockey Day in Canada. And every year, every fucking year, the people in Vancouver, or the, 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 the media, not the Vancouver people, but they get pissed off because Toronto goes out there and they play at 5 o'clock um, um, Mountain Time, which is 4 o'clock Pacific which screws up the TV and why are we bending over for Toronto, the Leafs to come out here? Well, I'll tell you what, cause, cause, cause the Leafs are the biggest draw in Canada. That, that's why to me, that is a perfect game time. Four o'clock start on the West coast. I got the at the games over six thirty, seven o'clock. I can go home on a Saturday. I can, go out, right? I can yeah. do whatever. It's not late. A four o'clock start West Coast time for a hockey game? Oh, oh, you bet. Especially if you're living in the burbs, right? You can get on the uh, the transit. Yeah. Dra- uh, like at nine o'clock in the morning, you're going to spend the day in the city with the wife and kids in downtown, do some shopping, whatever, and, and fucking just put it in what whatever. Figure it Even out. If you're on Vancouver Island, you can fucking get back across. No problem. Oh, you bet. Game's over at eight o'clock and then and then uh like whatever. Party, do whatever. But you got plenty of time, you're home in bed at midnight. Perfect. You got that is perfect. Right? No, it's the not four it's o'clock not, start is just deadly. On a weekend, I dig it. Anything after like I I like, you know, like for football on the Sundays, I love the mountain standards. First game at 11, second game at uh, at 2.30, mm-hmm. and then you got the, the games. That is just fucking perfect for a weekend because I'm not going to the games, and, and, I, and I can get enough shit done at 11, and I can start – I can figure it out, right? Baseball season, Same. Yankee games on the weekend start at 11 in the morning. Perfect. And then you're done, and you're either mad or happy, and you can go on about your day. Yeah, do whatever I got to do. Game's done by one. By sometimes by game starts eleven. Sometimes it's done by twelve. Turn it off that quick. Did you yep. see? Uh, speaking of the Yankees, and who wasn't? Uh, did you see how Roldis Chapman he even fallen from grace even more? 
Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, like he signed he today with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh fuck! Give he it. He don't up, give man. a fuck. I hate that guy. I've hated him forever. It sickens me that he has a World Series ring with the Cubs, even right? Yeah, after he gave up the, the, the Cubs, should be one of those. Like, 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 like the kind of like the Cubs are kind of like what what we hope that, that I hope the Detroit Lions are. Right, like one of those teams forever had never won. Fuck all. So, yep. and for for Araldis Chapman to to be part of that Cubs that Cubs 2016 team, it doesn't put a damper on it. But it's like, ah, of all the uh, guys, yeah, there's a lot the- of yeah, there's a lot of deserving characters on that Chicago team. But Araldis Chapman is not one of them. No, he because uh, he wasn't even effective. Right, like he he blew the save in Game Seven. I think he got the win, but he blew the save. Blew that save. Rajai Davis hit that two-run home run in the bottom of the ninth. And I'll, never, and I'll never forget that there was two Cubby fans um, on the on like an overhanging deck, and the one guy put his head in his hand and, and it went, oh, yeah. my God, I can't believe it. I thought that fucker was going to have a heart attack right on One of the best World Series I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was a that was a hell of a game seven. Was, uh, like, unbelievable. Good. Yeah. Oh, Too bad for the to Indians on that one. Because um, they were still the Indians. They weren't even the Guardians yet. No, yeah, they were the Indians. I bought a hat. I still, it's pristine. The, the hat, I've only worn it out once. I don't know if I'm ever going to wear it. Maybe a Guardians hat or a... Uh, no, an Indian. Indians hat with Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo was on the uh, the logo for the Kainai Braves in the Ranchland Hockey League. <laughs> and he had a hockey stick in his yap, chewing a hockey stick in half. Chief Wahoo. Yeah. <laughs> with the, like the red face, big grinning. with The whole with thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the, uh, in all the barns I played in over my illustrious ho- hockey career, the Kainai Sports Center was by far the roughest fucking barn in any league across this great land of ours. That was an intimidating burn. She was intimidating. Yeah, she was intimidating. It was uh, it was an interesting night uh, here and there at the Kinetic Sports and Leisure Center. That's when you were playing with the Mustangs? I was a Clarison Thunder and a Fort McLeod Mustang in the, in the, that barn a couple of times. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was different. Dave, uh, we've been mixing things up a little bit here and there with the uh, who would you rather and who is better. Uh, but Monday nights, I think, from here on in, are going to be who or would you rather, sorry. What do you got for me tonight? Well, this one's a bit of a leftover, and I'm sorry uh, because I, 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 I'm going to take I'll some blame myself. And the not, program not gets get in stuff. touch with you. Well, you know, we're, we're not perfect. We're just here to help. Um, this, this would you rather is uh, it's a coaching question. Excuse me. Would you rather take over the reins from recently retired coaches? Would you rather coach at Alabama next year? Or would you rather coach at New England next year? Ooh, New England. I, I'll tell you what. I, I would rather coach New England for the simple fact is you're going to have a lot of kids who um, – who bowed down to Coach Saban going to their their house throughout uh, through throughout the United States and saying, "Yeah, I'm here for your kid. I'm here for you. You you come to Alabama, we'll get you this, we'll get you that. 
and uh, Saban retired. He didn't lie. Something might have happened where Saban just basically went, you know what, I'm done. And all the stories that I, all the the tales, because he thousands, thousands of throughout his career, he went to the a lot of uh, living rooms of parents right across the United States, right? And eventually he just, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm out. But on that note, you're gonna have a lot of kids who are gonna feel a bit a bit jaded that um, that Saban didn't stick around for when they were there, right? And so so that's one of those things. Whereas uh, Belichick, they've already been shitty. Right, and it's, all right, I'm getting a paycheck, and so now they he, uh, the the new guys can build something. The, the new guys can build something of their own, whether it be the coaching staff, the new players, whatever it might be, and, and so and that's something you, you can kind of put a, put a crutch on, you can put up on the walls. Yeah, this is our this is our team, this is our town, whatever you want to be, whatever the slogan might be. Uh, Alabama's not going to have a hard time. But you're gonna see some kids not go there as much because me and me, you and Aaron talked about last week here on uh, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast that uh, Saban had the pick of the litter, right? He did, and he got to say whatever he wanted to, and what, and he got guys to come there, and it's gonna be tougher because he he was a great coach, and I saw that the the the, the new coach, the guy from Washington, his, his name escapes me. He brought in some of his own his own guys from Washington. So there there's a there's a lot of a a lot of shit happening in Alabama that that that's different. And I don't know if it's gonna if if, if it's gonna run very well. It, it's but, not- no, you you're you're completely right on the way you describe that. Because um, New England sucks since Paul uh, since um, Brady left, right? They they had a little blip, but now like they're just on a steady ble- decline. And now, so you're leaving with your feet and shit. Saban's not leaving with his feet and shit. Like the worst he ever does is fourth place, which no, is I, and which that's is thing, ridiculous. Like he, he Those shoes are so huge to fill. Yeah, right. The, you you can't fill it. You cannot replicate. It's impossible to replicate Belichick's success. It's impossible to uh, fill Saban's success. It's impossible. But you're feeling there. There's there's been no more than a three year gap in Saban's success, and and so to and especially that college atmosphere and all the boosters in the state like. Like Saban can but just now the transfer portal and guys going. It's going to be like college football is so different. It's going to be so different. And then uh, on on that note too, I read this article. I don't like, like it. I don't like it. The the same agent. I'm not saying I'm right, but I don't like it. I I don't I don't I just don't know. I just don't know. But like uh, as far as all that hiring and how quickly it happened. Uh, the same agent that represents Saban represents that dude from Washington. Oh, like it's Christ. almost like it was picked, handpicked, handpicked, right by the like, agent. And like, and, and I don't did know Nikki that. Save, but, say, I'm retiring. That guy's here. Give me ten grand for sure. Not he 10 told grand, but you ten know what grand, I mean. <laughs> ten grand. He like that's like, once again now like has that in the couch, as a down right? as a down payment. Right, you know, it's 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 for, for so 1%. weird. So, because Saban obviously told his agent before he told Alabama, and then his agent probably said, "Okay, give me a give me a give me a week here, and I'll, I'm not going to line up. Who do you like? Who do you like?" 
and because he has this agent has more than that Washington guy. He has a couple guys in his thing, and so once again, I don't know, but that that position got filled pretty fucking quick. It's pretty not quick. A, a it's not a thorough and exhaustive exhaustive like, search to me. Like like if I was a a a. a uh, an outside, like I'm, I'm on the outside, but if I was a, a, an idiot, I'm like, well, yeah, of course it got filled, filled quick. It's Alabama, man. There's boosters you got to go through. There's this you got to go through. There's fucking all of it. All of it. Like that job should not have been filled that quick. Not, no. not even close. And then to, I, and, and then to get, and then when, when, when to, to have the other, the other positions filled in, other guys getting, getting let go. And then this guy, it's Alabama, man. Yeah, and I don't know this. You're, you're, you're not replacing that coaching staff in, in five days. You're not. This cat that's coaching in Washington that got the job, I don't know where his uh, heritage and roots are, but I couldn't imagine being a Yankee going to, down to coach in the South. I really couldn't because you would you would know what it's about, but you wouldn't know what it's about. Whereas we're yeah, saving this. Right? There, there, there is the culture, culture and the things too, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, and we're not against either or. Don't let's let's, let's not. We're but not. But it is. But it is but what it, it is. Like, it is it, what it is. Like, yeah. It, yeah. And then there's there's no question about that. So, you know, it's it's not my money I'm spending. But I would be I would be fucking terrified of going in and coaching in at at Alabama with the with the legacy that Nick Saban left behind. Because you know, <laughs> there was fans calling for Saban's head three, four years ago when they when they had the audacity to not win the national championship. When they went eleven years. and two, yeah, and lost, like, lost by one to LSU or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, and and you know, like you you don't have a long leash. Um, it, it reminds me of um, that basketball coach at Gonzaga. I believe his name is Mark Few. Mark Few. Yeah. 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 And like he, like the big programs have been trying to drag him out of uh, Spokane, Washington for 10 years now. Gonzaga has been licking the jar for 30 fucking years. They need a title, eh? Ever since John Stockton. No, Kate, I remember a day to that girl from Spokane, 1999. Adam Morrison. And that's the first year oh. they went. They went down there, right? They 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 went to the the Sweet Sixteen. Or that was. wasn't with Mark Few, though. But carry on. But Gonzaga has been licking yep. the jar forever. Yeah, forever. And like I remember going down to Spokane to visit to visit Christie and fucking the Spokane the the Gonzaga games were everything. Like holy Christ, and and they weren't. And then they moved games to the arena, the Spokane arena, because like they couldn't. It was huge. Like. like and they they they've never won a fucking thing. They yeah the bat, when they, they got, got to the, the finals the, once. Yeah yeah not too long ago because because uh, your wife's a, a proud graduate of the Gonzaga University. Is she not? Yeah exactly. Like I've been on Gonzaga uh, campus three four times. Um, my wife got her master's of uh, uh, education through Gonzaga. Um, so we went to her graduation and it was in the basketball building. Like it's it's. As big as NMAX Center here, like it's it's big, and it's nice, and that way it's a it's a beautiful old campus. It's it's quaint. It's not overly yeah. huge. The the campus is what I'm saying. But I will say this: their sports facilities are 
fucking mint pristine nice it's it's funny what the uh and it's it's it's, it's everywhere like it, there's hockey teams in canada that money goes to it's, it's just funny where the the uh, the donors d- decide where money's going like, oh it, yeah it, and it, it's not a secret it's not a surprise we're not fucking uncovering something here 2020 and this bullshit here in fucking 1420 it uh it's 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 humorous it's hilarious because you know in the past two years i've been in the university of lethbridge bookstore um, buying souvenirs for people and then uh, the last time where kb jasper and i went uh, to the gorge we spent the night in spokane to break the trip up and went to the gonzaga bookstore that gonzaga bookstore is bigger than a fucking chapters and you know you can buy a you can buy a polo shirt for 25 dollars, or you can buy a polo shirt for $225, right? Like yeah. they have some pretty minty stuff there. And I imagine that I that obviously that's every bookstore, but holy fuck, they have some nice shit in that bookstore. The uh USD bookstore, I've been privy to that place a few times. Holy Christ, man. Like they got everything in there. It's unbelievable. I love going I love going to university bookstores. It's one of my favorite. I won't say one of my favorites, but like yeah, it's I dig it. It's, it's so different than uh, the old University of Lethbridge here. It's a lot different than Medicine Hat College's bookstore. Just don't get around that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to that one. I've been to Medicine. I was in Medicine Hat on Friday, and I didn't. I forgot to go to the Rattler. How was the hat? Good. Quick in and out. It was. It was the best trip ever. That's the hour best and a half go. there. Twenty minutes at a house. Hour and a half home. That's the best way to go about the hat. Lamb, bam. Thank you, ma'am. In out. Thanks. Bye. See you later. Yeah, yep. no, it's fun. Dave, no fun show tonight. We uh, didn't cause any problems tonight for once, I don't think. Well, I don't think so either. Well, aside from the fact we want to know what the fuck Corey did to get run out of Chicago, because there's some pretty bad shit that happened in that town back in the day. Uh, there's some pretty bad shit that's happening in that town as we speak, I'm assuming. The fuck do you do, Corey Perry? I think I have an idea. Idea just from some people I've talked to, but I don't want to. We won't. We won't, we won't put it on the air. Okay. There Off the record. O T R. And re- thank you, My- Righteous Brothers, for the sponsor. I'm gonna order. Oh fuck! You guys better take my Canadian credit card because I'm gonna they, send this to my Montana. They house. will, but they they will not deliver to Canada. Okay. I want it delivered to my Montana house because I'm gonna be there on Saturday. Yeah. And I, I want to ski, and then I want to enjoy some tasty jerky. Go to uh, RighteousFelon.com and get the best in craft beef jerky today over there at RighteousFelon.com. And save yourself 15% at uh, the uh, the best at RighteousFelon.com by using promo code BELLYUP over there and get to Dave's going to be his, his new favorite beef jerky. Uh, DM me. We got to order tomorrow if it's going to be there. I don't know what their delivery times are, but... Uh, Ben Bobby, we'll figure it out. Anyways, the fourteen. Well, I'm not buying everybody jerky. Fuck, that shit gets expensive. I yeah, I I don't think it's um jerky in general is expensive. Oh yeah, you you get a pouch at the uh, at the uh, gas station. It's fucking twelve, thirteen bucks. Oh, easy. Easy. Yeah. There's the one I like, the Montreal steak or Montreal steak spice. It's really good. I won a package of jerky at um, at Curling last week. 
but it, it was uh, from the, um, the meat box. Like, so it, it was craft jerky as well. It was, that guy's it was my favorite. Really good. I like him. Meat box is tasty meat. Okay. Here's the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beers for us talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other more importantly. Take care of yourself. See you around. Can you stick on the ice? What else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swinging high pitches. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you Thursday. Go Lions! Go Lions! I still want San Fran to win just so I'm not a liar, but I won't be mad if the Lions win. Have a good night, everybody.